0: I will not wear the mask. I will not wear the mask. I will not wear the mask. I will not wear a mask. I will not get the vaccine. I will not get the vaccine. And I will not get the vaccine. I will resist evil. I will resist evil. I will resist evil. I will submit to God. I will submit to God. I will submit to God. In the Lord I will praise his word. In God, I have put my trust, and I will not be do afraid. Do prayer, O Lord, and let my cry come to you. Do not hide your face from me in the day. For the Lord is the great God, and the great King above all. Rise me. up, O judge of the earth. Render punishment to the proud. Lord, how long will the wicked, how long will the wicked triumph? Righteousness and justice are the foundation of the I spirit. hate the work of those who follow it. With away. my mouth I will make known your faithfulness to all generations. For I have said... I will defy tyrants. I will defy tyrants.
1: And with that, good morning, America. Welcome Christians, conservatives, constitutionalists, liberals, libertarians, communists, Islamists, LGBTQ, RSTV, DVXYZ people, all the boat rockers in the house, and anybody else I may have missed, to the Sons of Liberty Radio Show here on Red State Talk Radio, we use the Bible and the Constitution not to see who's on the right or the left, but who is on the straight and narrow. I'm your host, Tim Brown. Coming to you live from the U.S.-occupied state of South Carolina, the editor at Sonslibertymedia.com. and for our Muslim friends, I'm the infidel that Allah warns about a hold to the book, the Bible. As the authoritative Word of God, glad that you guys are here on Friday morning. Yes, that's right. We've already went through another week. <laughs> and I tell you, I'm, I'm kind of wore out. Uh, these two shows, uh, several times in this week, have just... It's been great. Don't get me wrong. It's been great. But, boy, they just have worn me out because uh, I'm not used to doing uh, it in a, in a single day. Uh, let alone, I think it's what, what, been three this week that we've done. But uh, I'm glad that you, to get to see you guys in the afternoon and stuff, too, and, uh, and to fill in. I, I, count, I count it a privilege. I really do. I'm not complaining about it at all. Uh, it's a good thing. So with that said, if you guys would like to check us out online, please do so. SonsofLibertyRadio.com and SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. In fact, if you're listening by way of Red State Talk Radio, you want to watch the video portion of the radio show. That's right. You can see the face that's made for radio. Head over to sons of liberty right side of the page. And there you can uh, click on the play button and blow it up on your device and you can watch the show. And um, also, Rumble will be in the bottom corner. Click on that and you can join us in the chat. You can watch the video there if you'd like to do it. We're also streaming live on beforeit'snews.com, top of the page there. Rumble at sons of liberty radio live. We're also on Twitch at setting brush fires and DLive.tv at the sons of liberty. Lots of folks in there. Good to see you guys this morning and um, and also on Rumble. And then we also have our Discord channel. Uh, I'll, I'm going to see if I can make up a small link that's easier to say because I say discord.gg forward slash 5ykacb46xj. That's not really easy to understand. So I'm going to have to make some kind of a bit.ly link or something like that so we can uh, you know, make it easy to put out there anyway you guys who are on the video platforms you've got that in the video description i've dropped it in the chat if you want to join everybody over there that's fine however you guys want to do it we set that up a long time ago and you guys said you wanted a place to be where you could congregate in one place and so that's the only way i know how to do it sorry that we don't have the video there yet uh but discord unlike a lot of platforms doesn't allow you to flip the camera so Everything you see would be backwards. So if I show you text, everything's backwards. <laughs> okay? And me being backwards probably wouldn't be a big deal, except for what you might... Well, you can't even read my shirt. So that wouldn't be a big deal, but that's part of the problem there. Otherwise, we'd stream over there into Discord, uh, straight from the you know, horse's mouth, so to speak. It wouldn't even go through restream. Uh, anyway, that's a side note. Uh, on the left side of the page is yesterday's show, and I covered for Bradley there. And Bradley called in from the road. We showed some video of the U.S. trucker convoy that was coming out of Ohio. And according to Bradley, what they saw was about 15 miles worth of vehicles, both 18-wheelers, pickups, cars, all those guys uh, coming through there. And then, you know, what's neat to me, what's neat about all that is, and you guys know, I you know, I think there's probably a wiser way to do it It's just me, a more tactical way to do things and accomplish it. And I've said that before. But I am happy to see that people are at least moving there. That you see the face of what people say they believe. They're they're willing to to push back against tyranny in some fashion or another. And to let their voices be heard, or their horns, whatever the case may be. And uh, it was interesting to see all those people... But not just the people in the convoy, so to speak. And this is just one. There are several coming from several different directions. Uh, and I, was it me or did I miss something? I thought these guys were supposed to arrive in um, Washington, D.C. Uh, by the State of the Union or disunion, uh, I should say. That's what I call it. When, whenever any of these presidents get up and they tell you, oh, the State of our Union is strong – They're just saying that for their own ego. The the state of our union has not been very good for a long time. Uh, But the fact of the matter is, I thought they were supposed to show up. In any case, if you didn't get to see that, check it out. You just hit the play button. That's up till 3 o'clock, and then Bradley will be with you at 3. And yes, he is the one who's supposed to be there today. I'm sorry I forgot about that yesterday. (laughs) Uh, In any case, um, if you would like to, please subscribe to our newsletter. It's right up under where the morning show is being streamed live. Uh, right above where you see the big banner there for Bradley. If you want to listen to him on GCN this afternoon, uh, it's right there at the top. By the way, some of you guys ask, uh, you'll write me and say, hey, where is this, or what was that, or do you have – there's a search There's a search bar right here, okay, on com. Go there and use that. Um, nine times out of ten, if you get a couple of words out of a title or something that's there that you're looking for, it's going to probably pop up in there. In the list, okay? Just just telling you. And that way you can find it on your own. Um, all the stuff's there, and if you're looking for a show, just go and find the show that you want, put the title in, and that should come up to uh, on there as well. Also, if you'd like to donate and help us out being on the road, on the Internet, on the radio, doing things in the sphere of influence that we have, um, that's available to you at SonsOfLibertyMedia.com as well as partnering with us as a son or daughter of Liberty, which is our monthly partners, and we appreciate all of you guys very, very much. Uh, in fact, if if you, God was not moving upon your hearts to do uh, and to give, we wouldn't be able to do what we do. I mean, that's just that's just the reality. And I know for some of you, things are very tight, like they are in the Brown household. Okay, paycheck to paycheck, and sometimes not even making it to the next paycheck. Uh, but you guys have been faithful in doing that, and we really do appreciate it. We really do. Uh, real quickly, stores open uh, this week. We're highlighting resistance to tyranny, obedience to God. T-shirts. Red and blue, normally $20, this week through tomorrow night, Saturday night at midnight. Uh, You can get these for 10% off when you use promo code RESIST. RESIST is the promo code. Don't forget, sign up for the Sons of Liberty radio email. It's once a week, not once a day, once a week. And uh, it'll tell you what the deal is that week on Saturday. You'll get that in your email. And uh, you'll also get an update on the ministry. Whatever's been going on, uh, you'll see some pictures usually. There might be a video or something like that, and then you get Bradley's article of the week that he chooses and sends out to the uh, to the outlets. Also, our dangerous freedom T-shirts are out there. You guys ask for long sleeves; that's your request, guys. And uh, they're really nice. Um, Yeah, I wore mine the other day. I showed you, and uh, I didn't have the long sleeve, but uh, I think Stephanie says she's going to send me one. I I don't know. I'm, I'm fine. You know, as long as I got something to cover my body, I'm I'm good. Uh, so, and that's a long sleeve and in a short sleeve, 20 bucks in the store. And um, yeah, check those out. So, with a couple of things before we get into what's going on today, uh, these are out of uh, com. A couple of headlines and some things I think you should probably take a look at. Matt Agris, not letting a good tragedy go to waste, big tech uses Ukraine to censor independent media. Independent. Now you say, "Well, what is that?" Well, now they're targeting Russia today. RT. What I find incredible is some of these yahoos. These, um, uh, you know, Facebook had cyber security. Uh, Nathaniel Gletcher. That sounds like a foreign name. I'm not trying to dog it. I know. I know we have a lot of people who immigrate here to the states. I get it. Uh, but that's going on. Um, and this guy, uh, you know, pushing the stuff, the politicians pushing this thing. Oh, we're just now discovering that RT puts out <laughs> some Russian propaganda. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I'm I'm not surprised that probably there are some propaganda in that. I, I'm not surprised by that. I, I got to tell you, though, uh, when it comes to uh, the U.S., RT will tell you things the Mockingbird Media won't tell you that are true. Okay? Um, We've got the uh, chick from the EU over there, Ursula von der Leyen. I know that probably wasn't the the right uh, way to say it. But anyway, uh, her speaking out. We've got Rachel Blevins. Um, Rachel... If I'm not mistaken, she was here in South Carolina, went to Texas, or, and now she's like in D.C. or something. Anyway, she was, I think she was seeing a friend of mine, Josh, down here in um, South Carolina a few years back. And, and Rachel's now on RT. She's been on there for several years. Uh, used to contribute to SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. And uh, she had something to say about that, too. She said, in the last 24 hours, I've been bombarded with a constant influx of hateful messages and death threats by people who have taken it upon themselves to become offended by a network I've worked for for over three years. That hates his spread to every profile I have uh, on every platform. Um, she goes on and she says, if you're one of the people pushing to ban RT and threatening... My, now listen, this is the, she's right on on this. If you're one of the people pushing to ban RT and threatening myself and my colleagues, I hope you know that you're not achieving what you think you are. Those who fight to limit the public's access to information have never been on the right side of history, and it won't end... With RT. That's right. It won't end with RT. This is this is the thing. This is like the Nazis wanting to burn books and do all this kind of look. You go to the book of Acts, you find people who are converted, right? What does it say they do? They burn their magic books, their sorcery books, right? They did that on their own. Why? Because it was their property. Okay, it was their property. They could do with it what they want, and they said, we want nothing to do with this anymore, and they dealt with it people have speech and the fact of the matter is nobody has the right to lie so here's the question instead of doing the banning here if there's really a crime going on congress and people who are pushing for this why why are you not bringing justice against it why are you banning it you see cuz i'm going to tell you this is just my mind somehow it's wrong for people to be discerning be critical thinkers over what may or may not be Russian propaganda. But it's perfectly fine for the U.S. to put out its own propaganda in it. These are the same people putting out their own propaganda. The Mockingbird Media in the United States. The um, uh, the politicians who go and speak on these things. Somehow it's okay for them to put out their propaganda, but no, we can't have Russian propaganda. And I'm going to tell you, there's been a lot on RT... That's been right on the smack. I mean, it just. Yeah, yeah, I wish the U.S. would report on it, but they don't. They don't. Um, yeah, so I think the the warning that Rachel gives there is uh, is pretty poignant. Those who fight to limit the public's access to information have never been on the right side of history. That's true, and it won't end with RT. You can go after RT. The next thing would be. Well, they've already went after Sons of Liberty. They've went after at least one of my little sites. One of my little sites that I set up for my kids was on the Google list that Project Veritas put out. And it was on that weird, crazy chick from Harvard with her fake news thing a year before the LA Times picked it up, before the New York Times picked it up. And the only reason I didn't write anything on it was because I'm like, who's this chick? I don't know who she is. And I'm not going to give her a bigger voice because she wants to throw me in with you know I don't know a couple of hundred websites, some of them some of them are bad uh, let me just put it that way some of them are bad that were on the list, but a lot of them just sought to give people information that weren't being put out there. They weren't disinformation, whatever that means, or misinformation, whatever that means uh They were people who were just trying to put out information that people uh would see as to what was going on. Also sons of media.com illnesses are exacerbated by COVID-19 shots. now this is from our friend Mac over at uh, shtfplan.com. I believe that's the name yeah I believe that's the name of the website and uh, he contributes over at sons of media.com and you know this is not anything new. We've been telling you about this for a year and a half, two years almost. Uh, because we were talking about it before they rolled the shots out as to what was going on. And so, this stuff, you know, the longer this goes, the more the information comes out. And there's no doubt in my mind that what's going on in Ukraine obviously distracts everybody from it. But this show also shows the hypocrisy. It shows the hypocrisy of the establishment. Oh, wait till you see. I think I got this thing up here. Um, I'm going to get to this in just a little bit, but no, I'm not going to get to it. I forgot to pull the thing up. Lindsey Graham, this little sodomite traitor from South Carolina. I don't know why the people of South Carolina keep putting this guy in office. I just, I don't. I don't. They're they're gluttons for punishment is what they are. Boy, he he can talk the game, though, can he, about all this stuff. And, And I'm going to tell you. Um, and you say, "Why do you call him a sodomite well i 'm going to tell you I had a conversation with a friend of mine we 're going to try to get the people on who actually were called to serve <laughs> let 's just put it that way that way it's it 's a family show called to serve mr Graham and i 'm um, told one of the the lady in the marriage they were they were uh, engaged at the time was a madam, and her fiance helped her in the the work. And they were called to uh, deal with a certain high political figure who was in town. I, if I if I recall correctly, it was Charleston, but I, I could be wrong. We're going to see if we can get them on the show <clears throat> uh, to provide an escort. So they show up, and lo and behold, it's none other than Lindsey Graham. And uh, they're wanting to see when you know what kind of young lady you want, and he basically said he wanted the woman's fiance to be his escort. He's like, no, nah, I ain't doing that, dude. I'm not Look, th- this is why. I mean, all of all of the stories you've heard, yep. They're right there. And um and this is what we have representing us. This is what we have representing us. Listen to me. If somebody is a sodomite, they are compromised right there. They can be easily easily manipulated. You guys have not read the pink swastika about how the Nazis did that with the with the sodomites there? Listen, if you're a sodomite listening to me, if you're practicing sodomy, lesbianism, if you're a transgender, I don't... The issue is not that I hate you. God hates what you do. There's no question. You're sinning against God, and God calls you to repentance. But you're putting yourself in a compromising position to be used by men, not just sexually but to be manipulated by them. You have to understand that. We had Corey Lynn come on, talk about the exploitation of transgenders. There's no such thing, okay, by the way. I know that's the term they use. It's men who are men who are trying to act like women, or it's women who are women who are trying to act like men. They're not transitioning any. And you know what? I'm sorry if I get off on something else here. There was a guy... That conservatives slot to. I, I was amazed. Okay, Blair White, I think was the guy's name. That's that's what he translates. And when you see the person, you kind of think, "Wow, that kind of looks like a girl." I mean, out of the way from some of the people, like the what was the person, the 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 cousin it that went up there that Joe Biden put in and helped and Health and Human Services and all. The guy from, uh, was he Pennsylvania? Something like that. Um, Yeah, scary dude. Scary looking dude. And uh, doesn't even make the attempt to look like a woman. This blabber. I listened to a couple of things. And what I got out of it was, this person is obviously confused. I think, it's my thinking, they've probably been abused in some form or another. Uh, Maybe they didn't have a proper family to guide them. I don't know what the case is. But it was clear to me that what this person wanted to do, this Blair White person wanted to do, was they wanted to deceive everybody into thinking they were something that they were not because they desperately wanted to be something they were not, which was they wanted to be female. And this person talked about it. Uh, this are, these are all problems. I played you the clip from Joe Biden in the State of Disunion the other day, yesterday, where he talks about pushing that kind of stuff. I mean, it's just ridiculous. And they uphold it as though it's something good, which is what our topic is about today. Calling evil good and good evil. They push it as though it is a good thing. The Bible says that God made them, God made man in his image. Male and female, he created them. He saw that Adam was without a a suitable helper. He looked around and said, everything is good. All is good that he had created. And he wasn't saying that Adam was bad. He's just saying it wasn't good for him to be alone. And so God said, going to make woman. Pulls woman out of his side makes woman out of the side of the man. You know, some people have referenced that to Jesus and the church, that the church comes from the side of Christ in his death. All of that's going on. And, um, and today we have so distorted that, or our representatives have, and other people have so distorted that, that now we think it's, you know, we're being told it's a nor- we're trying to normalize these, this this transgenderism, and the way people are trying to normalize the tyranny of COVID ain't going to work. Hasn't worked for six thousand years of history. It's not going to work now. People see through it. Oh, there's some people who get deceived by it. There's no question about it. There are some people who will sit here. And they will try to justify it and say, oh, you know, if people want to do this and then, you know what, if people want to do things, they're going to answer for it. I'm not going to say they're free to do it. I think they're slaves to do it. They're being led by their own lust is what James tells us. They're tempted by their own lust. They follow those. And then in the end, it results in what? Death. That's what it results in. And you've heard it. The hormone blockers, now we're giving them to kids. Those things cause all kinds of problems with with your physical body. They do. All of those things, especially affecting your heart and stuff. So this is, you know, when God gives these warnings, when he says, don't do this, or he says, if you're engaged in them, it's a death penalty. I mean, that's what it says. If you've got a problem with that, you don't have a problem with Tim Brown. You have a problem with God. If you say that you love God and God loves you just the way you are and blah, 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 well, then you must deal with what God says about it. Because God says it's sin. Well, Tim, you think you're high. Men. Nope. You know what? God speaks to me, too. No fornicating. No bestiality. No uh, adultery. No sexual immorality. That applies to all of us. It speaks to me, too. says this is off limits. You don't do it. Same thing. Real quickly, two more, and then I want to kind of hit this topic here. This is Bradley's article from yesterday. The show must go on. CPAC brings you the same clowns from the same empty promise. I don't know if you've seen some of this stuff. Everybody's putting up Donald Trump. Oh, what a great speech. This guy sold you people out. CPAC is a joke. Let's just put it for what it is. It's a joke. A total joke. And people get there. You know, I used to be, I used to work for Freedom Outpost. All those conservatives say, oh, who's going to CPAC? Oh, we're going to video from there. We're going to do a blog from there. Who cares? These are the same knuckleheads selling you out. I don't care what they say with their mouth. Look at what they do. Josh Howley. Um, uh, there was a couple of them I saw in, a cl- in some clips that went by there. Donald Trump, all these people, who cares what you say if you're doing the opposite of it? If you're a bunch of cowards and you won't stop the people that you say you say with your mouth, they're traitors, they're criminals, they're violating, the, and all you got is let's go, Brandon, uh, Miss Bobert, by the chant, by the way, and I I like her, I like a lot of stuff she says, but it's like, you know what, you guys sound like you're on a, a, a kindergarten playground rather than you're representative of the people, and your 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 duty is to uphold the law why are you not dealing with the criminals that you say are traitors to us? That's a question only they can answer, and sadly, the people at CPAC aren't asking those questions. I'd love for somebody to send me to CPAC. I would love to ask every one of these guys who call themselves representatives who are going, let's go, Brandon. I'd really like to ask them and get them on camera going, well, then why aren't you dealing with the criminality? And I realize the Congress... Is a legislative; they're not executive branch. I get that, but this is the issue. I mean, this is the issue. They don't; they won't do what they're challenged to do. And by the way, Congress has the authority to remove anybody who has a, who occupies a federal office, anybody, and wants to remove to prosecute them. But you don't see that going on. You don't see that at all. Also, from Sons of Liberty Media.com, last one, the, I know we're halfway through the show and I'm making mention of these, but uh, Ukraine is not a victim. This is the latest from uh, Chuck Baldwin. It's really good, by the way, gives you a good history lesson in Ukraine. And, uh, of course, we all know that uh, Biden and his son, Hunter, and all this stuff. Uh, boy, this is tied right in with Ukraine. Uh, if this isn't a conflict of interest for Joe Biden, I don't know what is. But there you go. All right. So. Here's a couple of things. Let's let's talk about how we are uh, those who have become... America, not us here, of course, but how America, and even the world, but especially the United States, this is the, this is the confederacy of sovereign states that we live in, has become prone to call evil good and good evil. And we're going to look at the, the context of... Isaiah, when he talks about that in just a second. But let me give you two stories that I ran across these this morning. How many of you guys are aware of Simone Gold? You know, America's Frontline Doctors, the the lady who's uh, heading that up. She she pleads guilty. Now, understand something. This is from the Washington Times. Now, the Washington Times is supposed to be more, (laughs) quote-unquote, see, I even hate these labels because they're really not. They're supposed, they're allegedly more conservative. At least most of their news tends to write that way. But this story comes from the AP. See this? Michael Kunzelman. And I want to know where NewsGuard is on all this. Because this is an AP story. And this guy, Kunzelman, for the AP, doesn't put out news, he puts out propaganda. I'll show you that in just a minute. So here's what's said. California doctor known as leading purveyor of coronavirus misinformation. As soon as he says that, that is an opinion. That is not news. That is an opinion. He leads with that. Pleaded guilty to a misdemeanor charge on Thursday for joining the mob. Again, that is, uh, that is an opinion too. Mob has a certain terminology, it has a certain definition. There wasn't a mob that stormed the U.S. Capitol last year. That was the Antifa group that came in getting their orders from a lady through the window, destroying uh, public property and offices. The group that walked in through the doors weren't destroying anything. They were just walking on property they paid for and their and their forefathers paid for. That's it. That's all they were doing. Dr. Simone Gold, found, uh, founder of the anti-vaccine... See, he throws this thing, an anti-vaccine group... Now, they're not anti-vaccine. I know this because we've had Dr. Michael Roth on. He says, they're not anti-vaccine. He says, I am, but they're not anti-vaccine. They're for vaccines. They're just not for these mRNA shots. He says, America's frontline doctors entered the plea to a charge of entering and remaining in a restricted building or grounds. Now, we've all seen, and he goes on to talk about She saw an officer. We're going to read that in just a second. But we've all seen the videos. What were the Capitol Police doing? Hmm? Remember they had the little barricades? And I call them barricades because of Obama. Barry, right? Barricades that were set up, and they were keeping the people out. And then all of a sudden we got videos where the cops just pulled back the barricades and let the people come in, didn't they? And then we have video of the cops opening up the doors, taking selfies with Antifa people and other people along the way. And the cops were part of it. Now we got, what, four? Was it four Capitol Police it, within the year who've allegedly committed suicide? Yeah, right. Right. And uh, somehow there's a problem with walking around in the Capitol building. Anyway, this is what it says. She entered a plea. To a charge of entering and remaining in a restricted building or grounds, the conviction carries a maximum sentence of six months in jail. Six months in jail. You didn't damage any property. You didn't steal anything. You didn't take some spray paint in there and, and put some graffiti on the walls. Um, you didn't swipe you know, some extra pins somewhere or whatever the case may be. None of that stuff. She walked in a building that if she pays taxes... Help keep that building up. In essence, that building is hers just as much as it is anybody's. It's public property. Six months in jail. Now, how is that a just punishment? All you jail proponents out there, uh, you know, I wish I had a phone line because I would, I would anybody, because nobody, anybody I have asked, and I've asked a lot of people, how is the prison system, the jail system, how is it just? Please explain to me, what is the basis for your idea of justice? And what I get is, well, that's better, you know, if somebody's found guilty, this really isn't... Okay, I get that, but that's not an explanation for why it's just. Because it's not just. It's not biblical at all. And some of you have heard from my friend who wants to take that prison system and make it fascist by... You know, incorporating a plant in there and letting the people in prison, you know, if they want to work for it, then they can, they can do that. And that money that they'll earn won't go to them. It'll go to pay for government. Well, see, Jesus talked about prison in the New Testament. Yeah, Jesus talked about a lot of stuff that was going on. Jesus talked about adultery. Does that make that okay? Nope, it doesn't. Jesus talked about people killing uh, the, the, the servants of the vineyard owner. Does that make that okay? No, it doesn't. What about the heir? Are they going to kill him? Does that make that okay? No, it doesn't. Just because Jesus references something doesn't mean it's something he commanded. Just because the Bible presents something doesn't mean it's something that is commanded. There's a difference. Uh, the, the biblical illiteracy... And look, I'm not claiming that I know everything about the Bible. I, I'm not claiming that. I never have claimed that. But just simple things that people should get in a context they don't get, and they believe it. And people, you know, people don't love them enough to correct them. And then when they won't be corrected, and they keep trying to poison the people who are listening to this show, I got to call you out. And I told you I would call you out, Don. By the way. I I like the guy, but it's like, dude, you have no biblical basis for this. So don't poison the people who are trying to learn what the Bible says. As part of her guilty plea, Gold acknowledged she and her co-defendant John Strand while outside the building were directly in front of a police officer who was assaulted and dragged to the ground. They didn't do it, though. I'll bet the people who assaulted this police officer and dragged him to the ground, I bet they're not they're not even in jail. I'll, I'll bet you they're not even in jail. Just just my thought. The doctor also acknowledged then entering the building, giving a speech in statutory hall about her opposition to coronavirus vaccine mandates and lockdowns imposed by the government, as Strand filmed her comments. Gold 56 of Beverly Hills later told the Washington Post that she followed a crowd into the Capitol, didn't witness any violence, and didn't think she was breaking the laws. I can certainly speak to the place that I was. And it was most emphatically, uh, it, and it most emphatically was not a riot, she said. Where I was was incredibly peaceful. And we saw the, we saw the, um, the video on that. Of course it was. Of course it was. Then we, then we see the, this guy, uh, what's his name? Let's slide here. Kunzelman from the Associated Press, Michael Kunzelman. We, we see his, um, his um, lack of news. As NewsGuard wants to say it, but you're not gonna see NewsGuard give a strike over here to the Washington Times. They're just not gonna do it. Okay. For presenting opinion as though it's news. Gold, who has over four hundred thousand followers on Twitter, is an outspoken figure in the anti vaccine movement in the US and is known for spreading misinformation. There it is again. That's an opinion. That's not that's not a fact. That's that's his opinion about COVID nineteen. She has promoted the use of unproven and potentially dangerous drugs. That's an opinion too. Including the anti-worm treatment, ivermectin. That's an opinion, too. And the anti-malaria drug, hydroxychloroquine, as coronavirus treatments. Now, that's true. That is an anti-malaria drug. Uh, he doesn't mention it. See, none of these people, even with ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine, those are still drugs. They still have side effects. They're known side effects to them. And you're still funding big pharma in that, God, by the way. This is why I say go get you some chlorine dioxide. I'm not a doctor. I'm just giving information. I know that it, it works. We've, we use it in our family. 50 bucks, you can take care of your family for a long time with that. It's not a drug. It's a natural compound that occurs in nature. So uh, all this kind of stuff. Anyway, this is the thing. They're taking a doctor who is warning people, who is providing, even though it was big pharma, they were providing something that was actually working, that was actually saving lives, and here's um, the AP guy, Kunzelman, giving his opinion and basically libeling Ms. Gold. I think Ms. Gold should have her attorneys turn their attack dogs on Mr. Kunzelman. Because this didn't just go out on the Washington Times. It's Associated Press, so you know it's out everywhere. And uh, she should pull a Kyle Rittenhouse and start suing the pants off of Mr. Kunzelman and the Associated Press for their opinion in which they are dragging her name through the mud. Okay? So here's a lady who tried to do good, and so did her associates, in calling out some of the stuff. Then on the other side... <laughs> <sighs> We got this. This comes from the conservative brief. Melinda Gates, right? You remember Melinda and Bill? And, and look, I don't, I'm going to tell you, I questioned the whole timing all of all this stuff because Melinda knew what was going on. She said nothing to anybody. She knew Billy was hanging out with Jeffrey on the playground in the Lolita Express, and she said nothing to anyone about it. Then when things got a little tense during the convict 1984 and they had their little divorce, their breakup and all this other stuff. Now she talks about her meeting Jeffrey Epstein and how that ties into uh, the divorce that she had with Bill Gates. I want you to hear what she has to say. Take a listen. This is on uh, CBS Mornings. Uh, and I don't know the, the chick who's interviewing it. King is her uh is her last name. Um let me see. Gil King. Okay. Gil King. I I don't watch any of this stuff, so I don't know the I don't know the people. Sometimes I sometimes I know them because I've seen little clips or something. I don't know the people. Gil King is interviewing her on CBS mornings. Here's what Melinda had to say about this situation. Pay attention to this.
0: Okay. You know, it was also widely reported that Bill had a, a friendship or business or some kind of contact with Jeffrey Epstein and that you were not, uh, that that was very upsetting to you. Did that play a role in the, in the divorce at all in this process? Yeah, as I said, it's not one thing. It was many things. But I did not like uh, that he'd had meetings with Jeffrey Epstein, no. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you made that clear to him? I made that clear to him. I also met Jeffrey Epstein exactly one time. Did you? Yes, because I wanted to see who this man was. And um, I regretted it from the second I stepped in the door. He was abhorrent. He was evil, personified. I had nightmares about it afterwards. So... You know, my heart breaks for these young women because that's how I felt, and here I'm an older woman. My God, I feel terrible for those young women. It's awful. You felt that the moment you walked in? I didn't he realize was awful. that. awful. Yeah. And you shared that with Bill, and he still continued to spend time with him? Any of the questions remaining about what Bill's relationship there was, those are for Bill to answer. Okay. But I made it very clear how I felt about him. But
1: mm-hmm. she didn't make it clear I to think, the public, did she? So
0: many times when women go through a, a divorce... They feel ashamed or they feel they did something wrong, especially when it's so public. So many women question themselves. Mm -hmm. What did I do? Was this my fault? Did you have any of that? I don't question myself now. Not at all. Mm -hmm. Um, I gave every single piece of myself to this marriage. I was committed to this marriage on the day we got engaged and until the day I got out of it. Um, So, no... But I also think society used to put things on women like it was our fault. No, I did nothing wrong. So I hold my head high. Did hold you, on, do you hold on. Okay, okay you- so,
1: uh, so we know that Melinda Gates, this went on, this was years ago that this happened, where, where Billy met with Jeffrey. And she tells him, oh, you know, how are my concerns? And she knew the accusations because this has been going on for a long time. This is why I'm saying She's telling, I think indirectly, she's telling you what she knew without telling you how she was involved. That's what I think. So, you guys ask, is she an actress? I'm not going to say she's an actress. I'm going to say she knew all along. She didn't warn anybody. She didn't tell anybody if she even had this conversation with Bill. She may have had it, may not have. We don't know. That's between them two. But you can, you can be assured that I'll guarantee you this. Billy and Jeffrey didn't just mess with underage women. I'll guarantee you what we know about Jeffrey Epstein, and uh, I'll try to see if I can pull out some of the articles that Corey Lynn did, um, and we have on SonsOfLibertyMedia.com, in which she talked about the investments that Jeffrey Epstein had, because he had a lot of investments in transhumanism. Which is tied to what we've talked about with the COVID-19 shots. Are you telling me these guys, these nerdy guys, aren't also not only sexual perverts, but that uh, they're they're not swapping ideas back and forth of what they can do with all this kind of stuff? Yeah, you know they were. You know they were. So when I hear what was going on here, you know, here's Melinda Gates saying he was abhorrent. He was evil personified. I had nightmares about it afterwards. So my heart breaks for these young women. I had such nightmares. My heart was so broken that I told nobody except Bill. You see what I'm saying here? I'm not denying that she met him. I'm not denying that she probably saw him that way. That may be or may not be. But if you believe a person's evil personified, you do tend to talk about that, don't you? You do tend to warn people who would think about even being close to this guy, wouldn't you? It's kind of funny, too, that she says, I met him exactly one time. I wanted to see who this man was, and I regretted it from the second I stepped in the door. And that's kind of interesting, don't it? How, how, you know, how, how often do you tell somebody, I met somebody exactly one time? I, I just... Oh, I believe Epstein is an evil man, don't, was an evil man, or whatever the case may be. I think Bill Gates was an evil man. I think he's evil personified, if you want to know the truth. And she's married with him, but you don't hear her saying that about Bill, do you? And we know how evil Bill is. Bill wants the population of the world to be diminished. And he thinks he can accomplish it through, quote-unquote, vaccines and health care, and reproductive health care. That's what he said. I didn't say it. That's what he said. We can reduce that. It's about $6 billion. That's what his talk is. It's going up to about $9 billion. We can reduce that by 10 to 15%. And I know, I know, the Mockingbird Media tries to make it out as what he's saying is not kill off the population, just not allow the population to expand by making people sterile. And that's a part of it. I don't I don't doubt that that's a part of it. Part of reproductive health care is put, you women out there, I'm just telling you, listen carefully, I, I'm not doing it to dog you. You women out there taking birth control, in whatever form it is, whether it's the uh, the implant, whether it is stuff you're putting in your body, uh, whether they're they're birth control pills or diaphragms or any of that stuff, that stuff affects you. Cervical cancer comes from those kind of things. Some of them have sterilized women. They definitely are, some of them, especially the pill and such, are definitely abortifacients. If a woman can get pregnant on that, you can rest assured that she can conceive on it and it can terminate the life of that child. And her being unaware that it's even happening because she's been lied to. Go back and look at Margaret Sanger when she first started pushing that out. The, the estrogen levels in that birth control stuff was through the roof, and she was in big trouble. So what do we say here? We've got a doctor who's trying to save lives, who just simply walks into a Capitol building, which her tax dollars help to keep up, along with other patriots. They aren't destroying anything. They aren't causing a riot. They're in a mob. They're not beating people up. They're not committing a crime. They're really not. And then we've got Jeffrey Epstein. We've got uh, Melinda Gates trying to position herself as though she's the the good lady over here. And we can name off all the stuff that's going on that's been called good, it's really evil, and the evil stuff that's been called good. What does the Scripture say about this? Well, most people will go to Isaiah chapter 5. Let's take a look at that context here in the final 10 minutes or so that we have. I think this is very important. Here's what he writes. Now will I sing to my well-beloved a song of my beloved touching his vineyard. My well-beloved hath a vineyard in a very fruitful hill. And he fenced it and gathered out the stones thereof and planted it with the choicest vine and built the tower in the midst of it. See, this is a reference that Jesus made about what was going on in the vineyard, the vineyard of Israel. Okay? And he built the tower in the midst of it and also made a wine press therein. And he looked that it should bring forth grapes, and it brought forth wild grapes. And now, inhabitants of Jerusalem and men of Judah, judge, I pray you, betwixt me and my vineyard. What could have been done more to my vineyard that I have not done in it? Wherefore, when I looked that I should bring forth grapes, brought it forth wild grapes? Is God a good gardener? Yes, He is. (laughs) He made Eden, right? He made it flourish with no man's power at all and it was good he said the trees grew perfectly the bushes grew perfectly the fruit was perfect it was even watered with a mist that a mist that came out of the ground not rain but a mist that came out of the ground god is a good gardener he knows how to garden And now go to, I will tell you what I will do to my vineyard. I will take away the hedge thereof, and it shall be eaten up, and break down the wall thereof, and it shall be trodden down, and I will lay it waste. It shall not be pruned nor digged, but there shall come up briars and thorns. It's a curse. It goes right back to Genesis where God pronounced a curse and what was going to be. Now it's now you're going to have to work by the sweat of your brow, and the land is not going to produce like it was before. It's going to produce briars and thorns, right? It's a recurring curse here for people who are disobedient to God, like Adam was, our, the Adam that we're in if we're not in Christ. I will also command the clouds that they rain no rain upon it. For the vineyard of the Lord of hosts is the house of Israel. See, he tells you, I'm not making vineyard up and just saying, oh, this is, this is the house of Israel. And the men of Judah his pleasant plant. And he looks for judgment, but behold, oppression for righteousness, but behold, a cry Woe unto them that join house to house, that lay field to field, till there be no place, that they may be placed alone in the midst of the earth. In mine ears, said the Lord of hosts, of a truth many houses shall be desolate, even great and fair without inhabitant. Yea, ten acres of vineyard shall yield one bath, and the seed of an homer shall yield an ephah. Woe unto them that rise up early in the morning, that they may follow strong drink, that continue until night, till wine inflame them. And the harp, the viol, the tabret, and the pipe, the wine and the wine, are in their feasts, but they regard not the work of the Lord. They're celebrating, they're feasting, but they're not giving praise to God for what He has given them to enjoy. Neither consider the operation of His hands. Therefore, my people are gone into captivity because they have no knowledge and their honorable men are famished and their multitude dried up with thirst. Therefore, hell hath enlarged herself and opened her mouth without measure and their glory and their multitude and their pomp and he that rejoiceth shall descend into it. That's talking about the grave. They're going to go down. They're going to die. And the mean man shall be brought down and the mighty man shall be humbled and the eyes of the lofty shall be humbled. Boy, this could be spoken of about America. It could be spoken about in other countries, too. But specifically, this could be spoken of, of, of the United States. But the Lord of hosts shall be exalted in judgment, and God that is holy shall be sanctified in righteousness. Then shall the lambs feed after their manner, and the waste places of the fat ones shall strangers eat. Woe unto them that draw iniquity with cords of vanity, and sin as it were a cart rope that say, let him make speed and hasten his work, that we may see it, and let the counsel of the Holy One of Israel draw nigh and come, that we may know it. And the verse you all are familiar with, woe unto them that call evil good and good evil, that put darkness for light and light for darkness, that put bitter for sweet and sweet for bitter. Woe unto them. These are judgments. When When you see the word woe, this is judgments. Woe unto them that are wise in their own eyes and prudent in their own sight. Woe unto them that are mighty in drink wine or to drink wine and men of strength to mingle strong drink, which justify the wicked for reward. That means they're corrupt in their judgments and take away the righteousness of the righteous from him. Therefore, as the fire devour devoureth the stubble and the flame consumeth the chaff, so their root shall be as rottenness and their blossom shall go up as dust because they have cast away the law of the Lord of hosts and despised the word of the Holy One of Israel. Therefore is the anger of the Lord kindled against his people, and he has stretched forth his hand against them, and has smitten them, and the heels did tremble, and their carcasses were torn in the midst of the streets. For all this his anger is not turned away, but his hand is stretched out still. And he goes on from there. Guys, what I'm wanting, what I'm wanting to point out is, God's not changed who he is. He is immutable. That means he cannot change. He is who he is. This is his character is to judge sin. Lawlessness, that's what sin means. It is a transgression of law. John says it in his epistle. Sin is transgression of law. It doesn't matter how good you've been. You know, I I listened to Brian Young over there at High Impact Flicks, and um, he said something the other day. Now, Brian's not a professed Christian or anything like that, and he reads, and you know, I, I was telling somebody yesterday, I said, you know, even as an unbeliever, boy, he's got a really good, Concept of that even admits his own hypocrisies. I like that about Brian. I really do. But he was talking about these kinds of things and making mention of the fact that you know people do these things, and then they try to make themselves out as as though they're you know holy and they got a high moral ground and stuff like that. And I will tell you, it's a it's a it's a it's repugnant to God. And it's repugnant to those who are unbelievers because they look back and they just go, Well, as the Bible says, we give them a reason to blaspheme the word of God. If you this is why it's important. That third commandment, you shall not take the name of the Lord your God in vain. Again, nothing to do with saying GD. You can say, you can use God damn in certain contexts of which God has damned certain things, He has cursed certain things. For instance, where we read here, the woes that are given. There's nothing wrong with saying that. But the problem comes in where people are exalting that which God has condemned, and instead they are substituting, as though God approves, those things which He has condemned. This is where we're at, guys. This is why the true gospel is needed to call men from their sin, what God has defined as lawlessness, to call them from that to be reconciled back unto Him. And 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 how does that? How is that accomplished? Through His one and only Son, who gave Himself for sinners, that that the, the believing ones, John three sixteen, might not perish but have eternal life. Catch Bradley at three p.m. Eastern, two p.m. Central. SonsOfLibertyMedia Back in the morning, 8 a.m., Lord willing, with Kate Shimrani. See you.